MoneyWeb now on the money. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. I'm chatting with Tafadzwa Chimbungaza, Chief Operating Officer, Steel and Engineering Industries Federation of Southern Africa. Tafadzwa, appreciate the time today. A recent uh, presentation uh, by you and your colleagues, a bunch of data, but perhaps the point that stood out for me the most was the point that since the financial crisis of 2008-2009, the sector has actually contracted at an annual basis of, what, 1.2% a year, uh, and investment has remained considerably weak. This is a, a part of our economy which is critically important, but really having a, a, a tough decade plus. Very true, Simon. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just been downward for the sector, you know, and when you look at uh, the two, go to that number that you mentioned, 1.2% contraction on a compound annual basis. And what this sector is and what it represents, Simon, is the heartbeat of industrialization, if you like. Yeah. Um, the real economy that um, what is happening in the underlying components of the economy reflect in this through the sector. Um, the sector um, forms 26% of manufacturing and supplies input into mining, construction, the autos, petrochem, um, and also and also agriculture as well. And it just talks to a general um, slow, uh, slow um, deterioration of the fundamentals and Basically, what the sector is, is a proxy of that. And unfortunately, I know we might get into it, but uh, the, the picture remains the same even into uh, the next year and uh, and what, some of the numbers that we've put out in terms of what we're looking out at. Yeah, we'll get to the, the future in a moment. And what's key there, and, and you mentioned the, the different sectors. I mean, this is the backbone of, of our economy in many senses. Very true, very true. I mean, steel is at the heart of everything. Yeah. And then also... Uh, represent the steel and engineering value chain, which is a very important part because we, in essence, after mining, it's the beneficiation of that steel mm-hmm. right through heavy engineering. Um, hence, then the output that come uh, output of product, of course, that come out for, for of the sector, is in essence supplied into all those industries that I've mentioned, and of course, when we export quite a bit of it, about forty percent of total sales. The the, the pandemic, I mean, a lot came out of the pandemic. One of the key points was supply chains. Globally, supply chains suddenly ground to a halt, and that that just in time supply chain showed its its fragility in in many ways. And we're seeing a lot of organisations moving to to what I almost call just in case. In other words, more local, uh, closer to, yeah. to market. Is is that opportunity i mean is that something that could potentially benefit us or or does that actually maybe put some pressure on our exports not at all in fact uh, we we highlight this point in the report as well that what we have and at this point it is anecdotal for two reasons Mm -hmm. covid was about two 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 and a half years ago so we're looking at two data points to confirm that but Mm -hmm. also anecdotal comments and and conversations with our members have actually indicated that they are seeing local order books uh, or their order books from a local clients also starting to increase um, the business sense makes um, from a business risk mitigation point of view because of COVID mm-hmm. we know that makes sense and rather have those domestic relationships with our with our members who supply those products at least already having bedded down so that you're not caught off guard um, 
looking at lengthy supply chains and external. But more important than that, um, um, uh, uh, Simon, is that also the policy, and this here now we're looking to the state, mm. policy has a very real opportunity to play to entrench those um, already underlying trends. Um, uh, COVID hastened a lot, I think, across many areas, even just out of the industrial sort of space, that COVID COVID hastened a lot of uh, things that would have taken many years. Um, and now, because that is already something that we see as an underlying trend that was induced by COVID, policy has a real rate to, uh, a real opportunity rather, to induce and, and capitalize on that uh, opportunity. I take that point. It, 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 uh, COVID did lots, and a lot of what it did in many different places was sort of accelerate that, 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 that what was already a trend that was happening. If we look forward, to, to, to me, the amateur standing out here, I, I see two major challenges, um, actually maybe three. It, it's, a, it's a global economy, which is going to be weaker. Uh, and then, of course, ESCOM and, and, and Transnet in, in, in the local space. None of these are, are making life easy in the sector. Very true. In fact, um, the, the estimate that we put out, and, and that's our base case, the 2.2% contraction, is really a function of the demand and the supply side um, uh, coming together as a, per- a perfect storm, and I mean that in the negative, of course, mm-hmm. and, and and really that is the demand side is weak. Um, as I mentioned, forty percent of our of our total um, 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 output is exported, and uh, uh, of that. 40% is also exported into Africa, mainly sub-Saharan Africa. And we know in a global, uh, with the global um, financing conditions um, becoming much more tighter, those countries, like we saw what happened recently in Ghana, the fiscal vulnerabilities then are exposed yeah. in the current environment. So that's a big part of our export book. Where we have seaborne trade, um, Asia and Europe also make up quite a considerable amount. Um, that then we already know Transnet, um, uh, we've built into that estimate quite a punitive assumption around Transnet's capability to take our product on the seaborne side. And then domestically, of course, the biggest headwind is the energy crisis. Yeah. Um, that has immediate um, and long-term implications from an investability, but also just given the fact that this sector is a productive sector in the sense that electricity is a key component to production, that is a headwind that is informing um, the outlook. So on both sides, Simon, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, ESCOM, of course, is, impacts cost, but also utilization gets hurt at the same time. Neither are, are good for, for for a sector that's had a, a, a tough time since as far back as 2008. We'll leave it there. I really appreciate the time. Uh, Chief Operating Officer, Steel and Engineering Industries, Federation of Southern Africa. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.